Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. What a go- great weekend so far, Travis. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Listen, man. It's fine. Thanksgiving was great. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving as well. Um, tons of food was consumed. I'm sad I didn't have as many leftovers as I would have hoped. Um, but it was a good week. It started off great with the Cowboys losing. Mm-hmm. And it ended not so well with the Eagles losing. Yikes. That's where we're at today. It's, it was one of those days where where I was just being a, a baby, like an extra. I was putting extra baby on how big of a baby I was being. You know what I mean? Like refused to watch the second half of the Eagles game, even though I did check in, just refusing to watch. And then when I realized the Eagles weren't going to win that game, I just didn't watch football anymore. You know what I mean? That was that's how much of a baby I was being today. It, it's uh, it's been rough for you today. Not great. I I lost in in our main league. Yeah, in our main league, and but I knew I was going to lose. So it's like that's not the part that really was hurting me. That was that was something I knew on Thursday when Carlson got twenty one points. But uh, that also adds to the misery of just the start of the weekend, right? Like when you have a bad Thursday in fan in like the fantasy league that you care the most about, it's always the worst going into the weekend because you're like, I care little about these ga- these games now. Yeah, there there was very little interest. I think I I think I legit like let out a like a chuckle, right? An actual chuckle when I saw that Cam Newton got benched, when I was just like. <laughs> yeah, that's how that goes. I ha- I I don't have a quarterback this week. It's just funny because he's been he's been serviceable the past two yeah. weeks when you didn't need to use him. Twenty plus points, twenty five plus points, both games. I needed him this week, six or five point, whatever the hell it was. I don't know. He's back. I mean, what what <laughs> what's this? The, the silver linings can't be that guys got hurt, right? Because I had Swift who went down probably for a couple of weeks, but it's like I have Madison and Dalvin Cook went down, but. Don't You're welcome. Way. But I'm like, do I want to be happy about an injury? And I'm like, let me let me look into this injury. And it's like dislocation, two weeks max. I'm like, okay. So like, I really didn't get anything out. Yeah, of but it. those two weeks could could get you into the playoffs. I'm gonna need a win. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to win one of my next two matchups. You got I, it, buddy. I mean, I can't finish any less than seven or seven and seven, but I'm gonna need to win at least one of those to be to feel good about it. And. So th- thanks for taking that one on the chin uh, week week 15, Tyler. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, quickly, I just want to say we have a, a new sponsor. Oh, yeah. Of the show. And it's called Better Fantasy. And I actually reached out to these guys because I felt like this is a dope app. And I downloaded the app and I messed around on it for a little bit. And I was like, I want to get these guys on as a sponsor for sure. So basically what you can do is you can sync up your fantasy league and then bet on your fantasy matchups. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, Right now, um, Sleeper and Yahoo are currently supported. They do not support ESPN as of yet, but they're working on it for next year. Um, And if you aren't into fantasy, but you are into sports betting, um, sports betting is going to be legal here in New York um, starting January, I believe. So you might as well get some practice in. This is free to play. You can do player prop bets, right? So, like, I bet on the I bet on the Cowboys game for Thanksgiving, and I bet Dak Prescott under two hundred and sixty-two yards passing. Okay, it's, it's not good. No, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So you you can bet on that stuff for free, and then you can win actual real life gift cards. That was um, that was a super cool surprise that. I, I had no idea about it until I, I saw it on Thanksgiving, and then Rigney explained more to explained more about it to me on Friday, and then I realized like your game, your matchups have legit lines. Yeah, they have actual lines, they have spreads, they have uh, they have over unders, all that stuff. And by your matchups, I mean matchups you have in your own fantasy league now have spreads that you can bet on. Yeah, and you can also is, bet on the highest scoring team of the week and the lowest scoring team of the week. It's a super cool thing that I. Uh, I I mean I told Rigney on Friday I think that's something that could totally catch on. It takes it takes shit talking in your fantasy league to another level because now you can legit bet on it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You can actually look at the other bets that the other teams have placed, right? Um, like I put in a, a a bid for the least amount of points for my own team, and 
everybody else in the league can see that. Everybody else can put, see that uh, people put points or put money on uh, Chet's team to score the most points in the league. Okay. So I think that that's kind of cool that you can just see like which teams are getting the most action. Yeah. Um, that is cool. It's going to come in handy playoff time. Yeah. They legitimately didn't give me anything to write up because they were just like, yeah, dude, just go on and talk just say, about whatever. Say nice things about us. Yeah. And I'm genuinely just speaking from the heart. It's a dope. It's a dope app. Yeah. There's no there's no ad read here, guys. This is purely off of what I've looked at with my eyeballs. Uh, download it. You can download it on Android or uh, Apple. And it is Better Fantasy, B-E-T-T-O-R, not E-R. It's O-R. And, and when, it, when it asks you how you heard about them, tell them, just type in the Trav and Rigney show. Yep, Trav and Rigney show, Trav and Rigney, the Trav and Rigney show. All of them will apply. Yeah, they're just looking for Trav and Rigney. Yeah, we will get a little bit of kickback. So even if you're not into fantasy, download the app. It's free. Just do it. Yeah, help us out. Yeah, and then I'll buy you a beer or something. I can't do that for everybody. Yeah, not everybody. That's a lot of beer. Yeah. all right but yeah go check out the new sponsor um better fantasy they have a really awesome app yeah um you want to get into the thanksgiving games yeah do you want to do you want to start with the absolute atrociousness that was the bears and lions game yeah because i'm really really upset that uh golf played why are you upset that golf played dude what we could have had the college legend Okay, the guy that threw Boyle. one touchdown and oh 13 or 14 interceptions and is somehow making $2.5 million as a professional quarterback in the NFL. I, I feel like you can slowly see the life draining from Dan Campbell's eyes. Like yeah. when he has to do post-game interviews. He just looks like a very sad man. He was biting off kneecaps at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I don't know what he's biting <laughs> off now, but it's much smaller. Oh, man. Uh, so this... Uh, I I took the Bears right with the points mm-hmm. to cover because it was three. I think it was three. I took the Lions and the Bears. This is one of those games where it's like I started. This is how it started for me in fantasy. I lost that matchup in our pick'em, but the Bears still won. So this is like okay, come on, give me. A I break. got that half a point cover. Yeah, nice job. Um, I was one of only two people to get all three games right on Thanksgiving. I saw that actually. Week. I saw that you were you were leading. We're close to leading the pack for the Pick'em League this week. Yeah, and then I got all of the 4 o'clock games wrong. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, this game uh, also had what's... Um, it started the wave of what looks like pretty bad injuries for a lot of high-profile guys. Uh, DeAndre Swift went down in this game. Looked like a, to be a shoulder injury of some kind. He He looked like he was in a ton of pain. And then it turns out he was just like an AC joint sprain of some kind, which is not to say that that's not painful, but like people were thinking like it's, he's done, he's done for the season. So if you have Swift, maybe you get him back for the fantasy playoffs. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I also didn't even see the play. Rigney texted me and said, "I haven't seen Yikes. Swift in the game. Did he get hurt?" And then following the words, "Did he get hurt?" Rigney was watching the live broadcast of the game where he did indeed get hurt yeah as soon as i sent that text he came back into the <laughs> onto the field and then he got hurt on that play and then i followed that text up with uh awkward. this is awkward <laughs> i didn't know that because i was driving so i mean i heard that he would he went down on the radio but like i didn't see how bad any of it was i have deandre swift by the way in fantasy um goff was a solid 21 to 25 for 171 yards how do you complete 21 passes for only 171 yards I don't know. I don't know. I was going to throw a Jalen Hurts stat at you because his stats are pretty terrible today, but... We'll get there. Yeah, I'm not going to... Two touchdowns, though. No interceptions for Goff. Uh, The Lions, actually, I mean, they were in this game the entire time, so that's good for the Lions, I guess. in every game, though. Yeah, true, Except for when they got their ass kicked by the Eagles, which doesn't make me feel better now. It will, though, back then. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um... Yeah, that's an efficient day for golf. I, I mean, it does does it matter at this point? Like they pretty much have the the number one pick locked up here. Yeah, not to say that they couldn't obviously lose it, but like they they got it. I see them winning maybe one game, and and if that's the case, they're going to lock up. They the already game. won maybe one game. They tied. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> so and I guess what I'm saying is I'm predicting 
one actual score in the win column for the Detroit Lions. One fifteen and one. One fifteen and one would be the first time ever. Most of these records are going to be the first time yeah, all, ever. All of these will be the first time ever. <laughs> because this is the first 18-week season. Um, moving along, though, the game of the day, and really probably the game of the week? No, the, the Colts. As I said, the Colts-Bucks game was pretty good. The Raiders-Cowboys was a was fireworks. That game was wild from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, there were multiple fights that I didn't even see happen. I watched most of these of this game, and I didn't even see either one of these fights. I walked away, came back to see two people getting escorted off the field, um, but I didn't see the actual fight either. And then apparently there was one after the game that I didn't see. Yeah, like after all the shenanigans. The, uh, the Dallas Cowboys lost in overtime 36-33. I, I don't... No, they were missing a lot of pieces here. Um, C.D. Lamb didn't play. Wait, did he play? Nope. No, he didn't play. Mari Cooper Sorry. didn't play. I thought I was confusing him for somebody else. Um, and and I've said this a while ago, but I think I I thought Zeke Elliott has just looked off. He just doesn't. He hasn't looked right for a couple of weeks. And then they started giving the ball to Pollard more as the game went on, who runs the ball really well. He fits really great in that offense. And then there was a rumor after the fact that the Cowboys were considering not playing Elliott next week and maybe the week after to let him heal, which I was like, why not do that before? <laughs> you're going to reach a time where it's crunch time and you need you need to make sure you're getting W's. Why wait until a guy is damn near seriously hurt to start resting him? Look at this, man. Now you have two solid running backs because you can play Pollard and Madison. Yeah, they both might be able to play for one week or two. I'll take it while you can get it, man. I have I have no choice. Right. Um so the, the this game was wild from start to finish. Uh Derek Carr I, I feel like I forget that he's a human being and then he comes out of nowhere and wins wild games in overtime on prime time. Yeah, so this uh he continued his streak of uh throwing for over 300 yards and winning a game. Nice. He's now 6 and 0 for that. This was the most watched television, excuse me, most watched football game. Since 1990. Yeah, that wasn't a Super Bowl. 38.5 million. So that's how many people had eaten and were ready for some wild football. Right. The Buffalo Bills, they beat up on the New Orleans Saints. This game was insane because I thought this was going to be way closer. Um, I don't know what I thought. I wish we predicted a score because I feel like... I. Would have said Buffalo wins by a couple of scores, but yeah, I picked the Bills to cover by six, right? Like, so I had I had them, um, you know, minus six. So I definitely thought they'd win by a touchdown, but I didn't think they'd win by twenty five. No, the I thought maybe ten, fourteen, something like that. The Trevor Simeon project is going to come to a screeching halt here. They're going to thrust Taysom Hill back in here after paying him a ridiculous amount of money for something I'm not sure I understand. Um, in which case, they'll continue to lose more games. So I'm I'm not entirely sure what's happening with the Saints. They just took two lumpings back to back weeks, one from the Bills and one from the Eagles. The Eagles one looks a lot more embarrassing now, though, with the performance they put on. I'm just going to periodically bash <laughs> the Eagles as we go. Um, it's just like every team that has played the Eagles. <laughs> well, look at the Eagles lost today. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm not salty, guys. I swear I'm not salty. Um, but the the Bills game was a nice cap to the night. A nice, a nice night cap. Nice end cap for your muffins. For my muffins. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little. It, it. I guess it sucked that this is the game that followed up the Cowboys Raiders game because that one was wild. And this one was. And not. this was a. This one was a snoozer because the Bills were just whopping. This on one them. was dope. If you're a Bills fan. Yeah, if you're a Bills fan, you were pumped. You watched every minute. Yeah, you had a great time. Not so much if you're a Saints fan. It's a rough weekend, really, if you're if you're in the Louisiana area. Not because LSU lost this weekend, but because Ed Orgeron, the LSU head coach, is out, and um, the uh, Oklahoma's head coach, who had said he was not leaving Oklahoma to go to LSU, <laughs> left Oklahoma to go to USC. USC. So <laughs> saw that. It's like, oh my god. So LSU's getting embarrassed a little bit. Or excuse me, Louisiana's getting a little bit embarrassed this weekend. It's fine. It'll be fine. The Pittsburgh Steelers um, got the asses kicked by the team of the show, the show's team, the team show. 
I don't usually usually I'll say something like, "Oh, they got whomped on," or "Man, this was a little, they took a they took a lump in," or something. No, they got their asses kicked from yes. the from the moment the ball went into play. And Ben Roethlisberger looked terrible in this game. Yeah, like stop us if you've heard that before. Though this is a couple of times this year where you're like, "What is happening with Ben Roethlisberger?" This has to be his last year. I mean, last year should have been his last year. What if he says no? What if he's like, "Nah, I'm coming back to play." He does, took a pay cut to come back this year. Does Mike Tomlin like have to have him sit down? Like, hey, bud. I think I think the Roonies will have him have a sit down. The I think I think they'll step in and just be like, um, we're going a different direction. Yeah, like we'd rather play Mason. Never say never, but never. <laughs> Which was a quote that Mike Tomlin said about taking one of the college jobs a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Also, Aaron Rodgers seems interested. That's that is my prediction on where he goes. They apparently those two love each other. I was unaware of this. Um, Would you break up with your old unathletic big girlfriend to? <laughs> <laughs> yes, listening <laughs> to date to date one of the best girlfriends in the league. Oh man, that's I want to say that's a tough one. It's a super weird, weirdly phrased question. No, no, no this is fine. Let's keep it rolling. Um. You're uh, Mike Tomlin. You date Ben Roethlisberger. He's old and unathletic. Do you break up with him for the potential of like the Mila Kunis type of Aaron Rodgers coming to town? Uh, she's flirting with you. Yeah, she is. She's looking good too, especially but tonight. Wouldn't you feel dumb? Mila Kunis look good against the Rams tonight. So. Wouldn't you feel so dumb though? <laughs> If Mila Kunis doesn't come and play for the Steelers. Yeah, so like you got rid of your now girlfriend and then the Mila Kunis didn't. We're getting so, <laughs> we're going so far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you would feel dumb if you got rid of Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers didn't want to come to Pittsburgh. But you wouldn't really feel dumb because. Getting rid of Roethlisberger yeah, is probably the good move. Anyway. You're not getting worse move. by getting rid of Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, you could yeah, put in Dwayne Haskins but, or Mason Rudolph. Then you would probably be worse. But you're going to get better. And it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. That's my prediction. I I I get it. The uh, there was a play. Uh, what was it? The the one of the Watt TJ Watt. He was. When I, when, I'm not saying no because I don't. I'm okay. not saying no because I disagree. I'm saying no because I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, he was blo- Joe Burrow decided he was going to block one of the defensive linemen straight up, which I thought was a hysterical idea, and he oh. chose one of the Watt brothers. He launched. No, I mean it, it, it would be TJ Watt. Yeah, he Derek just Watt's sort of like. Fullback. I don't know. It almost looked like T.J. Watt just sort of like messed with him for a minute and just sort of tossed him to the ground. And then like Burrow just stood up like, what the hell was that? I'm thinking to myself like, what were you doing? What, <laughs> what were you thinking? What is it you were trying to accomplish? In a game where you were like, you were winning pretty handedly, what is it that you thought you were going to do there? Yeah, this game was over quickly. Um, the Bengals were up 31-3 to at halftime. Yeah. I mean, it it was really... Um, this was a Joe Mixon day. Joe Mixon, twenty-eight yards or twenty-eight rushes, sorry, for one hundred and sixty-five yards, two touchdowns. He also had four receptions for negative two yards. That's all right. That's that's still points in fantasy. Yeah, and T. Higgins had six receptions, one hundred and fourteen yards, and a touchdown. Joe Burrow looked pretty good. He also had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, he did. That annoyed me. I was kind of hoping he'd throw it to Chase. Sorry, buddy. No, nah, it's fine. Um, in what was. You know, another really good matchup, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Indianapolis Colts. You know, why while we were over here suffering at MetLife, doing terrible against the Giants, we got to watch Carson Wentz do great things today. So He also lost. He did lose. And he lost by more than the Eagles lost by. That's true. And this and it was good that they lost because at the um it's better that the a better spot the pick will be when yeah, we get it. People are confused, by the way. I feel like we need to be clear about this. The condition for the pick that the Eagles are going to be getting from the Colts mm-hmm. is they need Carson Wentz to play 75% of the regular season snaps for it to be a first-round pick if they don't make the playoffs. Or if it's, they, it's only 70 if they do make the playoffs. Yeah. But So the Wentz counter on like Twitter... They've already stuff, hit 70, right? Yeah, So that, but the Wentz counter on Twitter and stuff says like 70%, and people are like, oh, yeah, it's the first-round pick. It isn't technically yet Not because yet. the Colts haven't made the playoffs. Right. So... If he plays 75%, which realistically he'll get in the next game or two, uh, then the Eagles pick. Then it'll be a first-rounder no matter, no matter what happens, unless for some reason the Colts play some ridiculous amount of snaps at the end of the season right. that Carson Wentz is not a part of. 
Um, but I wanted to clear that up because I know we talk about that a lot, and there is some confusion about the percentage of snaps that need to be played by Carson Wentz. The Colts did lose this game. I don't know if I said that. Did I say that already? Uh, no, but Bucks 38, Colts 31, and the Colts almost made it a game at the very end. There was a kick return. Um, I believe it was Chester Rogers took it from yep. like five yards deep in the end zone, ran it back to like the 32, was like 10 seconds left. So, yeah, the. the Wentz uh, almost threw a pick. The Bucks gunner on, then the far, pick. on the far left side, right? So the gunner on the far left side of the field mm-hmm. on, the, on that kickoff for the Bucks. Excuse me. He went all the way down the field. I saw this as like X's and O's on a on a board somebody was drawing. Yeah. And he went all the way down the field. And then Rodgers ran all the way to, to the opposite side and ran down the field. And he had to stop from where he was up here and run all the way diagonal across the field to catch him. Oh, the, like Algie Crumpler. Yeah, in the, the d- dude ran like 130 yards to catch do you Do you remember what I'm talking about? Algie Crumpler when he was on the Patriots and he... I think he pushed out Champ Bailey on the Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At like the one-yard line. so far away. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. But And the reason I bring that up is because it's that saved the touchdown. That would have been a tie ball game that would have went in overtime if Rodgers scored that kick return. Right. So, like, that extra that 130 yards he ran. This is why special teams matters in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just um, that extra hus- you know, hustle that a lot, a lot of the – I'm sure a lot of the players were like, he's gone. Yeah. Or, or else somebody else is going to get him because it's not going to be me. He looked gone. Uh, this is one of the games, those games, though, where the Colts, they left entirely too much time on the clock for Tom Brady. They were they seemed to be scoring at ease with Jonathan Taylor, but you can't leave four minutes on the clock for Tom Brady to come down and score. That's about can't. that's about three minutes and 58 seconds too long. Yeah, seriously. Like, the guy does not need that much time to go down the field. Even if he hadn't been doing it all game, he never needs that much time to go down the field and score. So, not that there's like, you're not going to not score, to, right, to, to take time off the clock. Because that'd be stupid. You're going to score if you have the opportunity to score. I just mean, like, it's unfortunate that the Colts left four minutes for Tom Brady to get the ball back. Also, it can't go unnoticed that Leonard Fournette had 17 rushes, 100 yards, three touchdowns. He also had seven receptions for 31 yards and a, a fourth touchdown. Yeah. Uh, regular Lenny's season here. Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> However, that's, I want to say that. Um, so before we go to Panthers Dolphins, we want to let Goss say some things. Hey, Goss. Say things, buddy. Appreciate our guys, Trav and Rigney. As always, let's tell you about our great people that make this podcast possible, and that is Mohawk Honda. Thanksgiving is over. Now we're officially heading towards Christmas. And what better Christmas gift for you or somebody you love than a new vehicle in your driveway? Stop over to Mohawk Honda right now and talk about the prices, what fits your lifestyle, what fits your budget, and more in the vehicle you want to be in in 2022 and beyond. Greg Johnson is our guy. So if you stop and say, like, hey, uh, Greg Wright from Trav and Rigney, Godzilla Media. You're the guy they're always talking about. We'll be very happy to hear that. Or it's Cam McKenna, Lindsey Harridan, Hot Sauce, Jake Doyle. So many different people at the crew at Mohawk Honda wants to help you find a new vehicle. Whatever it might be that fits your lifestyle. Don't forget about the Kelly Blue Book offer going on too. Drive off the lot, money in your pocket, and inventory. We've been telling you for months. That so many places across upstate New York do not have the inventory that Mohawk Honda has. And at the end of the year, you got to make sure you stop in and get that ride while it's there for you. Freeman's Bridge Road, Glenville, New York. I love my pilot. Do the same for yourself this holiday season. It is Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Thanksgiving is now come and gone. And the next big holiday event, what is it for you? Are you having a family get-together? Are you having a classic Christmas party? Are you hosting Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Whatever it is, make sure your house is ready for it. Is it time before you have that big holiday celebration that the Goodman Furnace can stop into your place? That's right. Goodman Furnace is now available at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Made in America. Very dependable, efficient, and more. Get yourself a new furnace. Or you can be like me, the nest... Alarm in the house. You don't know exactly what happened. It's overdue. Johnstone Supply and Troy has that for you. Make sure your air filters are updated. Anything else in your home that maybe it's something as simple as like the air getting purified, you want to make sure it's the best it can possibly be for your friends and family visiting the place that you live this holiday season. If you've got questions, call them. 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Or leave them a question, concern, whatever it might be on Facebook. Hey, Trav and Rigney talking about you guys. Uh, is there any way you can help me out this holiday season? George, Tom, Kev, James, they want to help you and your family, your friends, and everything else 
So that's just one thing off of your list. It is Johnstone Supply. I got a joke. I got a joke for you guys this time. You ready for this one? What's the difference between jelly and jam? The difference between jelly and jam is you can- And we're back. Hey, I didn't even know you were starting. You did that. You did that real secret like. But I just said, and we're back. So real secret squirrel like. Panthers, Dolphins. Panthers at the Dolphins. Uh, okay, so this game started with a blocked punt that resulted in a touchdown, right, for the Panthers. For the Dolphins. For the Dolphins, excuse me. And um, I thought to myself, man, the Dolphins may be better than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. And then they won the game anyway. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to blow it. That's why I say that. 33-10. to 10. Cam Newton got benched in this game. Uh, they had two quarterbacks. Burrow combined of 31 passes, and they completed a combined 10 passes. Oof, that's rough. That's not good. Cam Newton did score, by the way, on a rushing touchdown, but uh, he was benched. He was having a rough day, uh, and it was said afterwards that he this is not a season-long benching. This was more of a situational, we're getting our asses kicked, have a seat, because, you know, Cam Newton is still, this is the first time he's playing, right, These in these last three games. Uh, for this season. So he may not be completely up to par yet. So I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. Um, Tua played kind of out of his mind today. In the sense that, like, I mean, he didn't like, you know, Patrick Mahomes five touchdowns out of his mind. But very, very accurate, very decisive throws. He was 27 of 31, 230 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it's feeding Waddle. You must have loved that. Um, I was a fan, yeah. Yeah, I have Jalen Waddle. You were a Dolph fan of that? No. Come on. We need to put a boo button in here. Come on. That was a good one. This is sarcastic. That was sarcastic. Yeah, but it was a good one. Um, Waddle yeah. had nine catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, Waddle, Waddle has become the new Jamar Chase of this season. Because Jamar Chase hasn't done anything in like four weeks. He doesn't have that big play potential. Although Waddle did have a catch for fifty-seven yards today, but he did he doesn't have like that like that normally like Chase has that like you know the big play like that has the where Chase has the where he can like <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah Chase has made some big plays. He hasn't done it in in more than a quarter of a season right now, but yeah he definitely could do it. I just I think what's happening in Cincinnati in that regard is that they're. The defenses are are keying in on this sort of thing. He, they know that Burrow's going to look Chase's way first, and then so they they sort of, you know, they they always put that safety uh, deep on with Chase, and then you know Higgins is catching all 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 the footballs over there in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he, they can just pick a new receiver every single game. They're kind of hyper target. Yeah, in Cincinnati. I just anyway. wanted to be Jamar Chase again. That's all. I get you. Uh, but yeah, the Dolphins move on um, to back to back wins here, or is that three in a row for the Dolphins? Dude, they they had one win and they have five now. So four in a row. You know how? Did you see them? Did you see how I did that? <laughs> that was a stupid way to put that because like they had one. Now they have five. Now they have five. I meant that in a row, not like yeah. Of course, that's what happens over the course of a season. You'll lose and win. <laughs> no, yeah, I meant they won four in a row. Gaskin actually had a pretty good game. 16 rushes, 49 yards, two touchdowns. This is a game where the Eagles also have stake because we own the Dolphins' first-round pick. So we went from having like the second overall pick to like the 10th at the earliest now. Yeah. You guys, um, your draft capital is starting to go down. It's fine. Also, They're going to do something down. stupid like waste it on Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. I'll throw up. I will puke if we, if we waste those picks on Russell Wilson. Vomit. That's what I will do. <laughs> that was so such a long applaud, and I wonder I'm how sorry. loud it was. I'm sorry. People are like, "Oh my god, who? That's so loud, Rigney." Oh, I have no idea if it was you or not. Well, now they know. Um, the Tennessee Titans went into New England to battle it out for the number one seed in the AFC. If if it ended today, the Patriots won by a lot. What is happening? The Patriots are good. I don't understand. I didn't want to have to say this. The <laughs> Patriots are good again. Like, actually good. Their defense is amazing. Yeah. Okay, let's be... Let's let's settle it down for a second, All okay? Right. As Trav likes to say, you pump the Brockets. It. The Brockets. So, 
the Patriots defense is very good. Mm-hmm. But the Titans offense is non-existent right now. Yeah. They just put A.J. Brown on IR. So he's not a guy. Yeah. He's... <laughs> Also, Julio <laughs> Jones hasn't bad. played in like three years. Yeah, he was sort of a non-factor anyway. Derrick Henry's been in and been like dead. Yeah, and then do they really miss Derrick Henry though? They definitely miss. He's Derrick their Henry. only, but it's the only they thing they definitely do. Definitely miss Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um. That being said, this shouldn't take away from the fact that the Patriots' offense is is very consistent. Mm-hmm. Um. They get in the field goal range almost every single drive. Yeah, they're super efficient. It's annoying. I'm back to hating the Patriots a lot again. I, It's crazy to watch just because, first of all, this can't be one of those switch situations, at least for some teams, where you're like, oh, look at all the teams that passed on Mac Jones, where it's like, yeah, okay, but a bunch of teams passed on him because most of them didn't need quarterbacks, and the ones that did take the ones that were ranked one through four or whatever. Yeah, it's fine. So it's like the Patriots, were the, they were the beneficiaries of, of just – Great timing, right? Being in the right spot at the right time. You needed you needed a quarterback. I mean, you had one. They still had Cam Newton, but you needed one. He fell to 15. You happened to be at 15. You snagged him at 15. And now you're going to the playoffs with the, with the kid. Yeah. It's just how it goes for Patriots. You know, you know what annoys me most about Patriots fans? And I know there's a couple listening that are going to be like, shut up, Trev. <laughs> you didn't do anything. You've done nothing to earn your Patriots fandom, right? You... You started being a Patriots fan with Tom Brady. Unless you're some sort of like 50-year-old and you like the Patriots when they were wearing cooler jerseys and not winning any football games. You liked them from from the moment Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl until Mac Jones just beat the Titans. And you have six Super Bowls to show for. You didn't really earn anything. I only know probably three, maybe four Patriots fans. Four. I think I know four Patriots fans. I don't know when Mary became a fan. Well, she lived in that area for a while. So she was more of a fan by proxy because everybody rooted for the Patriots and it just sort of carried over. But I can tell you for sure that every Patriots fan I know, other than Cody, jumped on the bandwagon after they started winning Super Bowls. Yeah, everybody sort of moved that way. It was the Tom Brady effect. I know, and this isn't like a... Oh, Which is funny because Cody's the youngest one. Yeah. Cody started liking him with Drew Bledsoe. Which is weird. Nobody yeah. liked Drew Bledsoe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was a big fan. Drew Bledsoe actually signed a uh, a crazy... This is how insane the whole Drew Bledsoe thing is, real quick. Um, before he got hurt, he had signed a $100 million deal. Back in the early yeah, 2000s, wild. late 90s, that was insane. That kind of money. It was a 10-year, $100 million deal. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Because- and then Bill Belichick was like, you're hurt, whatever. You punctured a lung. Good job, Mo Lewis. Um, Tom Brady comes in. They win enough games to get into the playoffs. And then in the AFC Championship game, Brady gets hurt. Drew Bledsoe comes in, leads them to a, a win. Brady's good two weeks later to play in the Super Bowl. They start Brady. And then it's just been Brady ever since. Yeah. How crazy is it that Belichick did that? Yeah. I mean, it's probably it, it, his legacy of like the greatest coach of all time really started there. I want to be clear about something. I'm not calling you out as a Patriots fan. I'm like, oh, you're a Pats fan. You're you're the worst. I am. You're a Patriots fan, which is which is fine. You you're you should continue to root for that team. It's just that you you have acquired so many wins and so many Super Bowls and AFC championships that you just you just don't deserve it. You just don't, right? Because and I'm not even I'm not even going to use me as an example. Like like Rigney has been a Jets fan his whole life. It has been, don't hit the button. It has been absolute heartbreak every year, right? So, and, but he continues to be a Jets fan. That's sort of, that sort of uh, perseverance cannot go unnoticed. But if you're a Patriots fan, you've just had here's your silver platter. Here's all here's all your rings. Um, oh, oh, don't worry. Tom Brady's no longer on the menu, but we drafted the young kid from Alabama who they, they have the Bill Belichick of college football. And we're going to win five more, and it's going to be fine. Yeah, you're don't just going to have to wait one year. You're just going to have one year where you don't go to the playoffs. Yeah. Then you'll be back. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're going to have that year with Cam Newton where, you know, you. but the two Patriots fans credit, though, they will back the quarterback. 
just it doesn't even matter who it is, right? Because even at Cam Newton, who was not having a good year, to hear the amount of Patriots fans that were like, "No, it wasn't Cam Newton. It was X, Y, and Z," and you just be like, "No, dude, it was it was Cam Newton." I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it was Cam Newton. It just was. I know that Josh McDaniels is a clown sometimes, but it ju- it just was Cam Newton because here we are, same coaching staff, different guy, playoffs, bam. I'm sorry about that rant. Can you hear the jealousy in my voice? That's really what's happening here. I'm just jealous more than anything. I've been there, man. Tom Brady ruined 20 years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> he's ruined. Now he's in Tampa Bay winning Super Bowls. It's just like... And that's the, if that is the most heartbreak that Patriots fans have is that their quarterback that won them six Super Bowls went to another football team and they had to watch him win a seventh Super Bowl. That's the most pain you go through. I don't feel bad for you. Not at I'm all. sorry. So it's not meant to, to attack Patriots fans. I'm just annoyed. You had a great 20 years, and it looks like you're going to have another good 20 years coming up. They just have the greatest coach of all time, and everything's worked out for them, and I'm jealous. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. Falcons, Jaguars. <laughs> Skip. Oh, so I was going to this. The Eagles-Giants game was next on here. Okay, go ahead. Should I skip it? or No, nah, you can. The Giants beat the Eagles. The Atlanta Falcons went to Jacksonville. No. <laughs> the this game was awful. Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions. He threw two of which at the goal line. Um, at one point, he threw he threw back to back to back interceptions, and by that I mean on three consecutive drives he threw interceptions. Two of those drives were literally at the Giants' goal line. One of which was at halftime, like no time left. He could have thrown it out of he could have thrown it out of bounds, and instead chose to throw it to. Just Giants players. There was no Eagles player there. That's that's the one I saw. And mm-hmm. I was just like, that's that's killer. With time running <laughs> out, going into halftime, you threw an interception there. In lieu cause... of kicking a field goal. Taking points. Yeah. Um, later in the game. Oh, I just got a text from Rob Gronkowski. It said, ooh, I'm vintage now. From Rob Gronkowski texted you? Are you sure about that? Could have um, been a tweet. Oh, okay. Um Later in the game, the second half, the Eagles, they, they played better. Uh, they, again, had another 200-yard rushing game. Um, but Jalen Hurts was – there is no excuses for him. He was awful today. This was his worst game as a starter. And I know that those games are going to happen. I kind of wish it wouldn't happen against the Giants. Uh, I wish it would have happened against, like, the Bucks, where we were going to lose anyway. But instead, we lose to the Giants, and Giants fans are the worst. When by the worst, I mean they're the second worst kind of fan next to the Cowboys. Uh However, Jalen Hurts is not the biggest criminal in this game. The biggest criminal award in this game goes to Jalen Rager. Yikes. Jalen Rager, on the last drive of the game, right? And don't get it confused, you Giants fans who are listening. You did not deserve to win this game. There were four turnovers in this game by the Eagles, and the Giants only won by six. You guys are still really bad. Jalen Rager dropped two touchdowns on the last drive, a drive that that this game should have been over. He dropped one that I'm not. I won't even really be mad at him for. I am, but I I kind of lose a little heat for it or for him on that one because of the one he dropped with like no time left, which was right in his hands, right at the goal line, just right through his hands. It wasn't like oh he was he had a guy draping over him. No, he was the only one in the air. There was two, there was a him and a defender, and he was in the air, and the defender was not, and he went and went right through his hands. Jalen Rager was the Eagles' first round selection. Not only was he our first-round selection, he is who we chose instead of Justin Jefferson. Instead of. In lieu of. In lieu of Justin Jefferson, we took Jalen Rager. Howie Roseman, he needs to be in the hot seat for, for these reasons alone. His, his inability to see quality wide receiver talent in the first round, in any round. I shouldn't even say first round. In any round is mind-blowing. Jalen Hurts was really bad. Jalen Rager is the reason we didn't win this game. I'm not going to say he's the reason we lost. He's the reason we didn't win, dropping two touchdowns on the last drive. And any Giants fan who's listening to this who disagrees with that, you're only lying to yourself. You knew damn well that that should have been a catch, which also would have been a touchdown because he would have just fallen backwards into the end zone. And you know you didn't deserve that. However, take it. Take your revenge win. I, I I hope when... Jordan Howard gets back. We run for 350 yards in the Giants next time. The Giants are keeping up my list, by the way. I think they jumped the Cowboys for number two, but they're still behind the Cowboys at number one. That's confusing, but you no, know what I mean. I got it. I got you. Uh, sorry. 
that was that was the rant that I I actually tidied it up. But I thought it was gonna be longer. You know what, dude? That was good. Thanks. That's good. Um, take the take the Jets with all the points this no. week. Wrong. Um, the Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, let's get into that. I didn't um, see a single second of this game. Again, the only thing I saw from this game is that Lawrence is throwing way too many passes, and they're always deep bombs that he can't connect with anybody. Yeah. The offense looks weird. It's alarming. Every single time I look, it's 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 Lawrence incomplete deep right. Lawrence incomplete deep right. Nothing, over and over and over again. Nothing looks good. I mean, I'm not even meaning like this game. Just the Jags offense in general. Just nothing looks good ever. Like how how could we how could you be this far in the season and not have had some sort of flow or continuity? You just look bad. Yeah, it's a rough look. Is, is Urban Meyer gone? Is he gone after this? Probably. I think it's more for off the field stuff, probably. And I just think it this, should be both. I, I mean, it's it's both, but I mean, I think a normal situation where you don't have a high of high profile guy like Urban Meyer doing. Yeah. off the wall stuff um you would get a second chance for a rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback with a bad team agreed you would normally um i think he's gone he will be gone um but the other reason though i think it has nothing to do with him and more to do with the options that will be available to jacksonville i think you're going to see David Biennemi be parted ways with this time. Not parted ways with, but he's going to leave now, whereas he mm-hmm. you know, he didn't quite get the job opportunities he wanted this last offseason. And Brian I think Dable. The, yeah, Dable. The Jags are going to come calling for one of these guys. There's just going to be a lot more options that are going to seem more ideal for Trevor Lawrence than Urban Meyer is at the moment. So that's really – and also because he's a clown off the, off the field. I concur. By the way, Falcons won this game 21-14. to 14. Uh, We both picked the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um the the New York Jets at the Tex the Houston Football Texans. Excuse me. There it is. Uh, Zach Wilson made his return today. Yeah, he looked just okay. He tried to throw an underhanded pass that hit a receiver in the back, and I feel like he caught a lot of criticism for it, doing some hero ball stuff. But I feel like that wasn't as boneheaded as something he he may have done earlier in the season. Like, that wasn't a pure, just bad pass. Yeah. Um, just hero ball stuff. It was bad in the sense that the that the running back wasn't looking at him at all. Yeah. Uh, like you said, hit him right in the back. Um, he should have just ran it. Probably. Uh, he should have just ran it and take a, take a, take a little slide there. Um, but, you know, hindsight, 2020. You guys got yourselves a nice, a nice rookie number one receiver, though, don't you? Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah, he had an all right day. Four receptions, 46 yards. Um, he also had some, some rushes. Well, I guess he only had one. He had a few He had a few other ones that were called back. Um, but, yeah, he, he's a playmaker. He's been really good for the past few weeks, and um, I expect that to continue. But he's got that look of, like, a guy that – I don't want to say not misses, not the right, but, like, he's got the look of a guy who already seems like he's going to be a star kind of thing, mm-hmm. no matter – and I mean this in the nice way as possible. You've seen a lot of bad football from the Jets to this point, but even with that, he has still been able to shine, which is usually a very good sign for uh, a team to have a player that's already sort of outshining what he what maybe was thought. It's for sure nice to see some bright spots, especially yeah. some young ones. It's annoying to see like old guys show up and be like, yeah. oh, great. Like, okay, CJ Mosley's playing great, but he's like not going to be on this team next year, yeah. so why do I care? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you um, Jets won this game. They did win. 21-14. to 14. And honestly, from the second half on, it was all Jets. The Texans did all their damage in the first half, and then the Jets' defense played phenomenal in the second half. The Texans couldn't do a thing. Yeah, that's good. Did you did you genuinely enjoy watching this game, or were you doing that thing where, like, yeah, you're winning, but you're still finding everything you're doing wrong? No, I was just like... Yeah. Again, Trav, the past few the past few weeks I've been pretty numb, so <laughs> you you kind of just like watch it and let it happen to you. Yeah. Well, you're going to get to watch them win live this weekend though, so that'll be fun, right? Don't don't you dare. Don't you dare what? Don't you Buddy, dare. Buddy, this I'm telling you right now, this line better be the Jets giving points because it's not going to be. It's the not. Jets are going to be getting like three and a half at home. Yeah, that's wrong. That's a that's a wrong number. If that's what it is going into it, you owe me a dollar and a half. 
What did you say it was? Th- Jets are going to be getting three and a half at home. Okay, fine. A dollar fifty. Am I betting a dollar fifty on the potential line for this game? <laughs> audible handshake. Oh, it's audible. Um, moving on. Do you have? That's it. That's all you want to say? Yeah, there wasn't a lot to talk about. All right. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. This was a back and forth game that ended with the Broncos winning. Yeah. Why do I? I don't know. I just get so disappointed when I see Herbert throwing interceptions and see him getting behind, like seeing the Chargers get behind. And Herbert is so good that I just get annoyed when I see him not in a game. Like they lost this game by 15. And yeah. I felt like they should, like the Broncos aren't that good to keep Herbert out, I feel like. I mean, obviously they are because they did, but I don't see it yeah, being a thing. It's really. super weird. Because it's because we, like you and I, had high hopes for him. Not high hopes, like I actually have any sort of rooting stake in Herbert, but like I thought he was going to be good. And not to say he can't be or won't be, just that I had a higher expectation for him this year. So, like, mm. when you see a game where he's clearly not meeting that expectation, you're, you can't help but feel a little bit disappointed. Yeah, the Broncos ran all over the Chargers. They ran for almost 150 yards, and they only threw the ball 25 times with two different quarterbacks. Locke came in because uh, yeah. Bridgewater got hurt. I saw that. Locke threw a pick, and then they were like, I don't care how hurt you are, Teddy, go out there. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and then these, he finished the game and won. These Denver Broncos are going to be getting Deshaun Watson next year, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> Could very well be true. The Los Angeles Rams went into Cream Bay, and they lost. Weird. I have a bone to pick with the Rams. So you have like 200 and something of them. But. 206? Yeah. But yeah, I do have a bone to pick with the Rams. I can't for the life of me figure out what the Rams are doing on offense. I wish I could tell you. I, I really hope this isn't what... This has been happening for a couple weeks, so I guess it can't be this. But I was going to say, I hope it's not what was happening in Cleveland, where Stafford is feeling pressure to throw to certain guys and then therefore making mistakes. So Everything was working very seamlessly when he was just feeding Cooper Cup. So it's it's clear to me that Stafford is injured. He's he's hurt. They said he was banged up before the game. They said he has he has a hurt ankle. He's messed. He's got um, his throwing elbow is hurt. And I looked at like the. I looked at um, Daryl Henderson's stats the past few games. And this isn't because he's on my fantasy team. It's a little bit because of that. Okay. Um, his average is like he's he's averaging over five yards a carry the past three games. But he's getting only like 10 to 12 carries. Today, he actually got 16 carries only for 55 yards. So he actually didn't do as good of a job running the ball as he normally would. But... They still threw the ball 38 times. I understand it's because like they're behind, but I'm talking about situational football where it's third and two, and the Rams are in their own like it's they're on their own side of the field, and they just chuck a bomb deep and to into double coverage. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why don't we just chuck that down to the like? Why don't we just chuck that down to the uh, to the running back or to like? Well, Higby's been kind of unreliable. He's been dropping a lot of passes, so I I get why they avoid him. But I just don't understand. Like, I just feel like it's Sean McVay, and it's like Stafford mentality of like chuck it deep. Like we're big. Like we're getting big plays and that kind of thing. I feel like they they excelled so much at that at the beginning of the year that now they're going to want to keep continuing it all year long. And they're now they're just getting locked down. I mean, they've lost like three in a row, right? Oh, is it in a row? The Rams are on quite a skid right now. I don't think... I know that they have Ramsey, who is largely considered the best corner in the league, but you have seen them lose a couple weeks in a row now, and I don't think anybody going into these NFC playoffs are worried about the Rams. Not to say that you, you should underestimate them by any stretch, because Matt Stafford will dice you up if given the opportunity. I just mean, this is a team where you were like... I know I didn't imagine this, but as the, at, at the beginning portion of the season, or at least the beginning quarter of the season, people were pegging the Rams as Super Bowl favorites. Like they were going in, they were going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was happening. This is a team nobody is afraid to play right now. Is nobody this, is this. Does this have anything to do with Robert Woods? Like they're missing their surefire, like first down guy. Maybe. I. I don't. This may have. It may be partly that. It, it might just be that 
what they were doing at the beginning of the season is just something that defenses are making better adjustments to. Um, although that could not be the case as well because they've been feeding Cooper Cup all season and Cooper Cup continues to have have very good games. Even when he's not having a great game, he still ends up with five grads for 90-something yards and a passing touchdown for some reason. Yeah, Cup had seven receptions for 96 yards today. Yeah. But did, did, Oh, wait, did that touchdown get called back? The Beckham one? He threw a touchdown to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he threw a touchdown, but it did get called back. Okay. Van Jefferson was out. Um, Beckham did catch a touchdown today. It was like yeah, a 54 did. yarder or something like that. And Van Jefferson also caught like a 79 yard touchdown. So the bombs do work on the occasion, right? But it's just, I feel like they're just drive killers when they don't. Yeah. It's absolutely like, oh, you don't need every single drive doesn't need to be a 50, 60 yard bomb for a touchdown. No, play efficient football, especially when you have a good running back. Uh, it's just it's it's crazy to me. Like we watch Brady every single week operate these offenses with little five to six yard passes, with their guys getting you know three to four yards after the catch every single time, and we still have like Tecmo Bowl offense here where we're Bowl. where we're chucking the ball. De- I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I I want to not point even out. what Aaron Rodgers does. You're playing against Aaron Rodgers. He's like the most efficient passer of all time. This is why Aaron Rodgers never has 400 yard games. He never has like five touchdown games because yeah. he doesn't need them. No, no, they they just wear you out by by just sort of these mid range passes and they run the crap out of the ball. And Packers have been playing very good football. I actually wanted to point out here because I I know that most people would like to. They'll say the total opposite of this, right? But I watch a lot of this game. And they did this the Rams did this weird thing where they would have they would have Ramsey lined one on one with Cobb instead of Adams. But Adams and Cobb are both to the left. But Adams will run a sort of uh an out and up mm-hmm. and then Ramsey will be the one on him doubled with the safety, right? Because that's smart, you're gonna double Adams. Why wouldn't you? However, he that happened twice in this game where Ramsey was one on one with Cobb, but then shadowed Adams with the safety, where Adams then caught a pass for probably thirty yards. I think he did it twice in this game. Both times they credited that to the safety. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Because that looked like it was Ramsey to me. How is it that the safety is the one getting that getting the blame here? I but, guess p- potentially because of the, the the deep coverage over the top, so they give it to him. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I get what you're saying here, and it's it's just the fact that you know Ramsey gets a lot of the credit as like a number one cornerback yeah. type of guy, and he's nowhere near the shutdown corner that everybody says he is. I, and I'm not even saying he's probably he's not one of the better ones in the league. I just mean he's definitely one of the better corners in the league. But he, I think like Jair Alexander from the Packers is much more of a shutdown corner than yeah. Jalen Ramsey is. He gets a he gets all, he gets a lot of credit for when you see him lock a guy down, which he will do. Right, and you see him get a ton of this credit, but then I watch Adams out there working art on that field, and he he gets a he'll catch a pass between Ramsey and the safety, and they're like, "Well, the safety should have been doing this and that." And I'm like, "Ramsey was there too. Let's not let the guy off the hook because he's an All Pro corner. He can get beat sometimes too." And the reason I bring this up is because the last time the Packers played the Rams, uh, Ramsey gave up a touchdown to Adams, and everybody was like. He only get up. He gave up one catch to Adams, and and it just so happened that 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 was a five yard score, and he would never get that many. And in this game, what did what were Adams' stats? Because he had a very good game, and I saw Ramsey near Adams a lot. Uh, Devontae Adam, Adams had eight receptions for 104 yards, no touchdown. Just saying that this is. I think Ramsey is a little overrated sometimes. I agree. Sometimes. I agree. It's also Devontae Adams is probably one of the best receivers yeah, 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 in the yeah. league, so he's he's gonna do that to the top. Yeah, corner. I mean, if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna get my balls busted for giving up yards to somebody, I'd rather it be one of the better receivers in the okay. league. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, Packers won that game, thirty six to twenty eight. The Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco Football Forty ers This game seemed to be over quickly as well. Well, okay, I'm not gonna say that, but. Um, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. It seemed like it was over quickly because of the third quarter. Uh, the third quarter, the, the 49ers scored, um, 20 points in the, in the third quarter alone. And so it just seemed like the 49ers were like, okay, you're going to score. We'll score immediately. Uh, just to kind of 
Yeah. Get back at you there. And um, they ended up winning 34 to 26. So it was, it, again, closer than it felt. Watching yeah. this game, it seemed like the Niners were just dominating this game. Uh, the Vikings had a kickoff return, and then the, the 49ers immediately just drove down the field and kicked a field goal. Yeah, the, the 49ers are running the ball really well. and With I, Debo Samuel. I joked. Well, I mean, they gave the ball to Mitchell a lot today, and I joked, was it last week, that yeah. Debo had sort of taken over as the number one running back for them. And Mitchell did come back this week, and he got the ball quite a bit. 27 rushes, 133 yards for a touchdown. Debo Samuel had six rushes, 66 yards, Mark of the Beast, and uh, two touchdowns. Mark of the Beast. Um, they are utilizing Debo Samuel in a way that makes it's the plays. I, I don't know. Maybe it's luck that they're, they happen to be drawing up these run plays for Debo when they just work to perfection. Like they, you could not possibly have asked for a better outcome when they give him the ball. That may have a lot to do with him just running the ball, or it may just be really well timed play call. Debo is one of the best uh, yak guys in the league, just like yards after after a catch. So it makes sense that just putting the ball in his hands is just it's just beneficial for the offense, no matter yeah. what the situation he's, is. He's damn near built like a running back anyway. When you look at him, he just yeah. kind of looks like a running back. So the, I mean the Niners have seen to found there. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen a wide receiver more appropriately named Debo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Niners clearly I think have found what what works best for them. Um, yeah, it wasn't too long ago, what three weeks ago that we were trashing the Niners. Yeah, because they looked like garbage. The, the, like I think they're on a three game winning streak right now, yeah. and um, I think the last loss they had was getting beat up by the JV Cardinals. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they looked bad. they looked awful. Yeah, that was. And I was really like, bad. I don't know why we had faith in this team. Because and that's when we were like, why why do we why does everybody give the Niners so much credit when they're they are playing like poop and then right. here they are. Niners it. are very much in the playoff. Um, oh yeah, they're in a rough division too. So like that that division is super competitive. Like the not A's only is that com- not not only is that division super competitive, but like the Cardinals are undefeated in that division right now. Yeah, that's wild. And I feel like I haven't seen and Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray play. hasn't played in a month. Yeah, it's like I haven't even seen that dude play in forever. It's crazy. It's it is wild. Um. So yeah. So that's those are all the games from like the afternoon in the morning. Um. Currently, the Ravens are outlasting the Browns. I guess and it's probably the boringest game anybody's ever heard of. Yeah, three nothing. Boo. Six to three. Oh, mine's unupdated. Yeah, it's six to three right now. Ravens. Uh, it does look like the Ravens are in the red zone, potentially about to score. Potentially. Um, I wanted to do a little exercise okay. with you. And oh, I don't uh, know how you feel about this, but I kind of want to check it out. Um, up to the Sunday night games, uh, Rigney was 6-7, and seven, and I was 9-4 and four before the Sunday night games. Okay, ready? I'm going to rapid fire some teams for you. Okay. And I want you to just say yes or no. If you think they're going to be in the playoffs. Okay. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Jaguars. No. Texans. No. Colts. No. Titans. No. Yes. Sorry. Steelers. No. Browns. No. Bengals. Yes. Ravens. Yes. Broncos. No. Raiders. Yes. Chargers. No. Chiefs. No. Jets. <laughs> no. Dolphins. Yes. Bills, yes. Patriots, yes. All right. So here are your because you got seven. Yeah, I, I was I, I was thinking like shit. I might have picked too many teams there. I was nope. trying to keep seven as the you you got seven. So you have Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, all from the East. Mm-hmm. Then you have the you have the Raiders. Yeah, winning the West, and then you have the Ravens and Bengals. Making it from the north and the Titans winning the south. Yeah, that check out. Um, it shouldn't check out because I said the Dolphins because in my mind I was thinking they had a better record than they do. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs when you have seven losses already. They're current. Yeah, I mean they're currently five and seven, but that's only one game behind the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Browns. Did you ask me all sixteen AFC teams? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Ready for the NFC? Um, yes. Panthers? No. Saints? No. Falcons? No. Bucks? Yes. Lions? No. Lions? 
<laughs> no, no. Bears. No. Vikings. Yes. Packers. Yes. Seahawks. No. 49ers. Yes. Rams. No. Cardinals. Yes. Giants. No. Eagles. No. Washington. No. Cowboys. Yes. You need one more team there. Damn it. You got six. And I picked too many from um, the West. Did you? Right. Cardinals. You Who did I pick too many in? You didn't pick too many of any. Yeah, but I, I said somebody picked, was going to make Oh, the two, Vikings. You picked two from the North and two from the West. And then you picked the Cowboys and the Bucks. So you got one more. Who's your seventh team? If we're going uh, like like record wise, uh, the Rams. Yeah, probably the Rams because I or said the no Eagles. To, I said no to the Rams. It's going to be the Rams. Rams, Eagles, Falcons, Bears. No, nobody. Only the Cowboys are going to make it from the East. Okay. All right. And even that is going to be not. First of all, I've lost one game. We'll do that to you. I'm sure that you understand this. One game. I've been will, there. I wouldn't. I've ridden the roller coaster. One it's, game it's will tough. make me the even the little bit of confidence that that built and over a couple of wins, you know, climbing back into a playoff hunt. One game has made me void of all confidence that we are going to make the playoffs. Do me a favor. Yeah, you got the schedule right there, right? Go to week thirteen. Week thirteen. Who are the Cowboys playing? The Saints. If the Cowboys lose to the Saints, and then you watch the Eagles beat up on the Jets in MetLife, are you singing a different song? No. No. Because we I'm have doing to, the Stewie Griffin like I know half, but, halfway closing my but eyes. But hear me we, out. We have to go. We have to go play the Giants again, who we just absolutely fumbled. Pun intended. Do you think the Giants are going to sweep the Eagles? Yes. I think the Redskins are going to sweep us, and I think the Cowboys are going to sweep us. That sounds so pessimistic, but that is what's going to happen. I don't think because Philly cannot, we cannot, we have, we cannot, and have not played play division opponents well at all. Last year we beat the Giants because they beat themselves, just like the Eagles just did today. We we consistently get swept by the Cowboys, and we lose games we never should lose to the Redskins, and we do it all the time. I can see you guys getting swept by the Cowboys, but yeah. I I feel like splitting with the Giants, splitting with the Redskins, beating. The Jets. That's gonna be fine. That's three wins. Mm-hmm. That puts us in. And then eight. who who else do you have? Well, that's it. We have right our next. We have the Jets. We have a bye. Then we have oh, the Giants. Have or then we have the Redskins. Then the Giants. Then the Redskins. And then the Cowboys. So, what's your record? Five and seven. Five and. Yeah, five and seven. So you'll be eight and nine. Could have been six and six today. That would be that would yeah. be better. We would finish the season eight and nine, which is obviously not good enough to make the playoffs. It's going to be bad, man. I have zero. Uh, that's how that's how bitter I was. So today. winning this game meant a lot to you today. It meant that we that that the team would carry some sort of confidence into a Jets game where they would have been favored. Also in MetLife, I think they'll still be favored. Well, I mean, they are going to be favored, but they shouldn't be. But I'm saying they should. They, they would have won this game, had the confidence, and then also been favored like they should have been against the Jets in MetLife again, going into a bye where hopefully they beat the Jets. And you would have been singing a, such a different tune about the Eagles this, this season so far. Going into a bye at seven and six, you would have been. It would have been so different. But now we're going to go into this bye five and eight, and then you're just going to have Eagles fans checked out. Nobody's even going to be paying attention to the Eagles anymore. Eagles fans, I mean. Fair. I know that sounds pessimistic, buddy. And it is pessimistic. I'm just there is from what I've seen today. I I told you this before, and I was trying to tell Tyler. The Eagles have been running the crap out of the ball. They've been running the ball so well, and they did again today, mm-hmm. way too late, and over 200 yards rushing. You cannot win, or you will not win meaningful games in this league by just running the ball if you cannot throw at all. Jalen Hurts apparently is struggling throwing the football. It must be why we're running the ball 45 times a game, because the minute he start we start throwing. It's it's just a nightmare. There's a reason why he's only had 140 yards most at most in the last four games. It's because we've been running the ball so much. But you're not going to make the playoffs and beat playoff teams by running the ball 40 times a game. You're just not going to do it. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, I mean, we saw we saw <laughs> me trying to we me, saw, me just trying to we saw it today. Make you feel better. I it, I know that it's a it's just a sour grapes thing at the moment. And and I never wanted to me to be me being pessimistic about what I think the Eagles are going to do. 
to to carry over into me being like, well, no, I hope we do lose because I want the better draft pick. I oh, I will. I don't. I don't care if first pick. That's not true. I do care. <laughs> I'll say because I was prepared to do it last year too. I I don't want. I never want the the Eagles to lose to the Giants or the Cowboys, right? Because it was the Redskins where I was like, I then I was totally okay with benching Wentz. I'm like, oh, I don't care. Bench him. Bench him at halftime. Yeah. I don't care. And the Giants then. Excuse me. That the Redskins winning is how the Giants got knocked out of the playoffs. And I understand the Giants fans made a huge deal about that today. I promise you, I didn't even re- I wasn't even remembering that until I heard it. And I saw it on Twitter. It's like, oh, oh Giants yeah. got the revenge for the Eagles. The Eagles doing some sketchy stuff. I'm like, stop it. Nobody cares about that. You're the only ones that care about that. And <laughs> you didn't even win that game. The Eagles just lost it. So I never want the Eagles to lose division opponents. I just have no faith that we can out we can ever outcoach them because. We just haven't. Not in the last couple of years anyway. Well, um, good thing we ended the show on a good note. <laughs> well, a good note is that the Jets are playing better. For now. Well, we'll see. I mean, we're going to the game. So wait a minute. Sunday. Am I? Am, yeah. We mentioned that, right? That you and I were going to the game. Yes. Am I past? Am I? Did I move past numb and into absolute anger? Or is anger? Is it absolute anger and then... Like if we lose to the Jets, you'll be numb. Then I'll fall into numb. Then you'll be numb. Okay. So then right. you won't care about the season anymore, like you were saying. Yeah. So so I'm not because because look at if you have back to back losses against the New York teams and then go into a bye week, you're numb. <laughs> <laughs> you're numb. <laughs> Just you won't care about football this is, anymore. This is my face watching the game, the next game, what uh, Redskins like this. Yeah. Actually, and then you'll turn on red zone. I probably that game won't be on TV, so it'll just be red zone. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, like I said, go check out Better Fantasy. Uh, it's a dope app. Um, in the little sports. section where it says, "How did you hear about us?" Put Trav and Rigney Show. Or we Trav get a little Rigney. bit of a uh, kickback on that, so uh, much appreciated. I'm putting my hands behind my head as if I was a prisoner for some reason. I don't know why. Are you a prisoner? <clears throat> Only of my mind. Um, but yes, yeah, thank you for listening and. We will be back on Wednesday. Yeah, so go do that. Go go sign up for the app, and then bet on your matchup this week, and 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 tweet us a screenshot because I want to see it. I want to see what you bet. Oh yeah, I also want to see. So and then tag them because they love to see that stuff. The guys at Better Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. See you.